full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and AJ Knight. One AJ's as good as the next. <laughs> Uh, AJ filling in for AJ, who allegedly may be joining us later. It's hard to always know what's real and what's what's, uh, fake news. But um, (laughs) we appreciate AJ. Thank you for being here. Yeah, happy to. I I don't know if you were aware of this, but um, we've had some discussions earlier in the week about rivalries. Uh Uh-oh. Like, Modern rivalries, they just don't seem to really exist like they used to. No, definitely not. And we had a few people coming in on the uh, Guild of Mortgage text line comparing uh, a good modern rivalry today is uh, AJ versus AJ. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. In a rivalry, it has to be competitive, right? Yeah, so, that's it's a big part of it. I mean, I crush him and slam dunk on him more often than not. So, <laughs> I mean, it's up to you to define what's a rivalry, Ned, I guess. Uh, decidedly one-sided. <laughs> uh, if you want to weigh in, by the way, on our Guild Mortgage text line, it's open. Feel free to chime in and join us, 435-339-0321. Uh, a couple of different things we want to get to today. It is the NFL Draft, which starts later tonight. And boy, is there drama leading up to tonight. So excited. On a team that... Uh, right now is not really near the the top or part of the discussion, but suddenly has become part of the discussion. That's the Green Bay Packers. Um, so weird. Uh, so we'll get into that. Um, and some certainly Jordan Love has kind of wrapped into this. Now there are some comments just the other day. You know the Packers saying you know we're committed to Aaron Rodgers. He's our guy. And then the discussion was like, oh. Based on what they're saying, maybe Jordan Love should start looking somewhere else. Well, maybe he should. Maybe he should stick around and not jump ship just yet. Uh, there were there were things in my Twitter feed earlier today. People are saying Aaron Rodgers wants out. Right. He's upset. He's disgruntled. He's had enough. He wants to go. And then I saw not an hour later somebody else saying. Those reports about Aaron Rodgers are completely false. Like this was a blue check mark person on Twitter. Like this is somebody who is verified, uh, a notable name who does their homework, who yeah. makes the calls, saying, "Look, this is fake. This isn't true. These phone calls are not happening." Because there was like there was talk uh, last night. Apparently, that Aaron Rodgers may be getting traded to San Francisco. I thought it was a done deal. Yeah. And so then there's conflicting reports this morning like, no, that's not happening. This is silly talk. This is somebody trying to throw smoke, to throw people off of what they're really trying to do in the draft. And that that happens. Yeah, oh, for sure. Right. I mean, you're trying I mean, to uh, – Look at look at San Francisco with the third overall pick. I mean, I think I was rumored at one point to be selected at QB <laughs> for them. They're looking at everybody. Yeah. Even f- the reigning MVP, <laughs> apparently. Oh, man. I, so it's been really up and down all day I, today. I, 
I, I'm kind of curious about this too because I, I wonder if it's something that has come out because it's the draft, like something from maybe Rogers' party has leaked out that they're really unhappy. Maybe they told him what their draft plans was. He's like, all right, are, are we're not going to get a receiver again. We're really not going to do this again. It's like one of the most loaded wide receiver draft classes of all time. Because even mock drafts are having fun with that. I've been reading through them, and a bunch of them say, oh, I bet you think the Packers are going to take a wide receiver. Nope. And then they give them whatever other position they draft. But can I ask you, though, on that subject, not so much whose side you're on, but what your feeling is of this. Because I feel like they're trying to win this PR battle, and I do not think it's clean one way or the other. I agree. I think that, I'll be honest, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a great year last year. He's the MVP. I yes. thought he should have been the MVP. Great year, great season. But what he has put that franchise through, I guess you could take the opposite side and say what they've put him through. But for me, when I'm looking at this on the outside, I I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care. Right. But from my point of view, and as I'm looking at this, if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I'm just exhausted. Uh, trying to coddle... Aaron Rodgers and try to make it work with Aaron Rodgers as many different ways and different different times and personnel. And I I'd be just putting up my hands like, okay, dude, you know what? You're 37 years old. You're doing great right now, but it's a point of diminishing returns at this point. I completely and let's let's go, let's just fold up our tent and let's try something different. I I completely agree because I think uh, I was actually just talking to someone in the building about this not that long ago. Didn't it didn't seem like because he was a Green Bay Packers guy, and it's not like he's committed crimes or anything. Rogers is not a bad overall person, but like when that stuff started coming out about his family, it's all of a sudden like he was like, "All right, that's it. I'm gonna be a jerk." Because he's he's a jerk to me. He's very prickly, even though I feel like no one's really ever done anything to him. And don't get me wrong, as a Bears fan, I know the Packers and the last GM's policy was they didn't sign free agents because they wanted to maximize compensatory picks. So I get him being upset about that. But, like, the draft last year was one thing. But they spent money. They've been spending money in free agency. They went and got the the Preston brothers. Who are the two linebackers they signed? They have the same last name. One was from Baltimore. Smith. It was the Smith brothers. Oh, there you Preston go. Smith and Zedarius. So they went and got them. They were good returns. You know, they generally are a team that drafts well, so even though they don't sign a free agency, they seem to be able to develop players well. And it just seems like I'm with you, especially the last year and a half, and then that report came out about how much of a jerk he was to uh, McCarthy, and I don't think he's a great coach, but how much of a jerk he was to him as well. It's like at some point, you know, you're winning the MVP, so someone's going to put up with it, but your attitude's at the point where we're, we're going to trend down towards this bar and be like, all right, now it's definitely not worth it. Well, according to uh, Adam Schefter, um, putting some things together for ESPN, um, they've had uh, multiple people try to go and, and visit with him um, over this uh, during the off season. Um, they've had, uh, sorry, where did it go? Um, anyway, they they've had various different people within their organization. Travel with him to him. A team president, Mark Murphy, general manager Brian uh, Gutekunst. I don't know how to pronounce his last Sounds name. Sounds right. And head coach Matt Lafleur. Each of them, on separate occasions, have taken it, taken the time to fly to Aaron and say, "You're our guy. We want to make this work." Uh, just, just the other night. Uh, 
We've stated since the season ended, we are committed to Aaron in 2021 and beyond. Aaron has been a vital part of our success. We look forward to competing for another championship with him leading our team. Like, the, from the Green Bay, they're all like, hey, we're all with Aaron. We want right. Aaron. He won the MVP. He's our guy. Yeah. He's the MVP. Yeah. And Aaron's off somewhere else pouting and he wants to be Jeopardy host. And and that's fun, but, I mean, you really, you're gonna, you want to do that instead of trying to compete for championships? You know, it's... So two points on that comment, you know, uh, how, how many people, granted it was before a playoff game, so it's a little bit different situation, but, you know, one of the things that came out uh, a couple weeks ago, right, Trevor Lawrence said, or I think it was dad actually initially said, eh, he's not all about football. He could probably call it quits right now and he'd be happy with his life. And that's always a huge red flag because you want, like Tom Brady, football all the time. Right. Eat, uh, sleep, drink, dream football. Yeah. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with him in his offseason doing something, but I think that's a concern. But I think the other thing is is the narrative. I think for so long everybody was like, well, Green Bay's defense is terrible. Rodgers' defense gave up 51 points. He scored 45. What do you want him to do? And then I think it started transitioning. I know the draft last year didn't help him. And then people, you know, after a stretch goes by, people are like, well, if Aaron Rodgers is so great, how come he can't figure it out? Because he had one Super Bowl run. And they've been kind of – they've gone to, was it, three state NFC championship games, and they've gotten crushed in the, the title game. Yeah. And then I think the narrative started changing. Like, he can't win. And I think this – I feel like it's a battle of narratives where he's like, no, 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 no. It's the organization. They're bad. Like, I could do it, but it's all them. And don't get me wrong. Did it, would a receiver help if they'd taken one instead of Jordan Love? Probably. I don't think they're beating the Bucs. Heck, I don't know that they beat the Rams if Jared Goff doesn't have nine fingers instead of uh, nine instead of ten. Yeah, no, that's true. I, is this all that's going on right now? Is this a carryover from a year ago? I think so. That they they drafted Jordan Love. They moved up to draft Jordan Love. Like you 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 can't put that behind you. It, it looked like he did. He was. It looked like from outside reports, he was a model teammate. Worked well with Jordan Love and the others in the quarterback room. Good with his offensive coordinators and with his coach. Had a great season. Was the MVP. And people are like, okay, that you know, maybe that little move in the draft there just caused a little fire under Aaron Rodgers to to play better. Yeah, and that's all it was. It was all about just maybe some mind games here. Maybe it was just solely that. I mean, that's an expensive move to just do that. But something to to get Aaron Rodgers a little bit more dialed in and playing better. And he had a great year. But now, a full year later, we're still stewing over this? I mean, he's 37 years old, but he's acting like he's three years old. I completely agree. Uh, 9463 texted in on the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. It's it's completely 100% okay to have a different set of values than most people. And maybe Aaron Rodgers does, but the problem is that Aaron will not tell people what his values are, so it's a guessing game. He's hard to understand. I think that completely nails it. I'd, I'd like to think the organization, he, they, I mean, obviously he doesn't have to uh, profound it to everybody. You'd like to think the organization has a good idea, but I don't even know that they do. I think they're just as confused too because by your testament, and that was my understanding too, you know, they had a great re- uh, regular season. They were the one seed in the NFC. They had home field advantage for the championship game, which he wanted. He was the MVP. Everything seemed hunky-dory, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe he just felt like they didn't do enough in free agency. I don't know if they told him the draft strategy, and all of a sudden, he's like, nope, nope, I'm still PO'd. I don't want to be here. 
Now, part of it, too, could be there's part of his uh, uh, most recent deal is uh, he had an extension and he had a $6.8 million roster bonus that was due in March. And uh, it, it could be converted into a signing bonus that would have freed up more money in, for their salary cap. Right. Um, and so this may be about how to convert that. Maybe he just said, oh, I want my money. I need all of my money that you said you're going to give me. The Packers are like, look, we're trying to negotiate a deal here to try to free up more money to have more players and more personnel around you to help you. I don't know. And that's what outsiders are trying to figure out. What's going on with Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Why Why now? Well, there's an interesting thing, too. Uh, Ajay and I covered on the podcast. Now, I would like to start this, and I'm going to end it, too. I would never tell any professional athlete to take less money because in any situation, I think we'd all like make as much as we could. However, I do think it's a bit contradictory to say, look, I want more players here and then make a crazy salary, quarterback position especially. Because the statistic was, I believe, over the last 20 years, there's uh, no quarterback that's made more money than Tom Brady has ever beaten him besides the Manning brothers and Eli, whatever. But Peyton is one of the greatest of all time quarterbacks. The only ones that made more money that have beaten him. Again, I would never tell Aaron Rodgers he has to make less money, but if your complaint is I want some more players, you could set an example by saying, here's a little bit of it back, get me somebody. That's what Tom Brady's been doing. Forever. Forever, yes. He keeps renegotiating down his contract to free up cash so they have better personnel around him. Uh, On the Guild Mortgage text line, this is from 2417. Which is worse, though, Favre and the flip-flop retirement or Rodgers and his tantrums? That's a good question. Ajay? Oh, Ajay. Hi, guys. Ajay, I didn't see you sneak in there. Uh, great job on this topic. This is, it's kind of, it kind of came out of nowhere, right? And as you said, and as you said, I mean, and I believe too, I have no dog in the fight, but this is just crazy. Like how, what, two weeks ago, wasn't it? Like the GM said, hey, yeah, you know, Rodgers is our guy. We're going forward. We're going forward with faith too. And, Hey, everything's great in, in, in Lambo Nation. And all of a sudden, this just pops out of nowhere. And I honestly, and I got to be honest, I thought Adam Scheffler was doing it just to get ratings on NFL Live now because that show sucks. <laughs> so I thought they were just trying to get some ratings. But then like, it just starts coming out more, and you got beat writers actually confirming it. And it's like, well, this is the real deal. Here, can I play the devil's advocate side for it, of it, though? Because you guys believe, like, hey, look, Rogers being a Madonna about this. Grow up. Get over it. Move on. Be better. Be a professional. The uh, we we've went over this stat numerous times. The last time they got a skill set player for this, you know, for Rodgers to have as a weapon, two thousand five. Yeah, in the draft, two thousand five. Guys, how many great receivers have been in that draft? And the Packers are like, nah, we're gonna go after a defensive back, a defensive linebacker, a, a lineman from the defensive side. What receiver was that? Oh, jeez. My goodness gracious. I don't remember who it was either. Well, Nelson, was it? No. I was say because... Nelson went elsewhere. I was just saying, decide, besides... Uh, if that's, I'm not saying you're wrong, Ajay, but I mean, it was not... Maybe it was Nelson in 2005 because he retired a little bit ago, but uh, they had uh, that slot receiver that went to Oakland and then came back. That's it, uh, something James was that Nilton? his name. Oh, can okay, I think uh, somebody else. Uh, Where did Nelson Algador go? Aguilar, he was drafted by the Eagles. Eagles, and then he, oh. and then so the, the, they got Adams. They drafted Adams, obviously. Yeah. They signed him. Um, 
What did they they signed they signed Jimmy Graham? I, I'm not saying you're not wrong. Yeah, saying, but I'm like Jimmy Graham was after the peak of his career. Like, I agree. I feel like we're on the downhill. And and then the whole thing of like the money thing that I was listening to you guys talk about. Brady took that cut because he was forced to. Because Bill Belichick says, "Look, you either do it my way, or I'm going to ship you off to Cleveland, and you can go enjoy being a quarterback with no receivers and no help and no good coach." So Brady's like, okay, well, I'll take the cut then because I'd rather be here in New England. Yeah, but looking in retrospect, I think Tom Brady is probably like, yeah, good call. Yeah, but yeah, but but again, <laughs> it wasn't his call. It wasn't his choice. I, I mean, Brady's not like going in there and be like, you know what, guys? I want to take less money even though I'm the best quarterback and I just won you a fifth Super Bowl when we're down 28-3. to So, But go ahead and cut my salary so we can uh, – yeah, I agree with you, and I again, I I need to end the argument. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers has to give up money. I would make as much as I can too. But if you're whining about making, uh, having more players, it is something you could do. Also, Tom Brady's still doing it, not with Belichick, because he could definitely make more than 25 million a year if he wanted it. Could he though? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that one year AB signing they just got is 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 kind of pricey for him. But I just. Yeah, if I could yeah, put that if out there. Tampa, if you're Tampa, let me tell you, if you're Tampa and Tom Brady says, I want $10 million more dollars, and Tom Brady says, oh, uh, AB. Uh, I got seven already. Yeah, let's see the cash roll in. Hey, but Eric, can I ask you, like, the situation, if Aaron Rodgers were to go, that probably puts Jordan Love, well, it does put Jordan Love into the driver's seat, most likely. If you're Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers leave, Eric, do you go get a more veteran quarterback to be the starter, or do you start priming and... Tr- Getting love ready to be the starter for week one of the 2021 football season. Uh, first, I'm going to refer to something from Ian Rappaport from uh, the Rap Sheet. At Rap Sheet, he covers the Packers. Um, this was about an hour ago. He says, if it matters now or in the future, uh, the Packers like what they have in Jordan Love if something were to happen with Aaron Rodgers. He's performed well in practice. What? No one knows what will happen in a game. But the early returns are positive. Wait, time out. What when was it that we were reading articles? I think you're on the show with us, and there was beat writers just grilling love. I mean, just hating on him. The guy can't make a read. He's not getting rid of the ball quick enough. He's overthrowing guys. He's underthrowing guys. I mean, we gave up a first round pick for this dude, and now it's no. He's ready to go. He's looking really, really good. Which one is it? I'm confused now. Uh, to answer your question, unless they're getting Garoppolo, I don't know which veteran quarterback you would really bother taking a chance on. I'd go after Garoppolo. I mean, if that's the case. I don't know if Love's going to be ready to go by the by fall. I, and I love Jordan Love. That's a right. tall ask of the, him. The thing is, too, that we had to keep in mind, that report that you're referring to, yeah. is Jordan Love came in there without a spring. Yeah. Or an offseason in oh, yeah. the NFL program. Yeah. And so these are seasoned beat writers are, that have a certain expectation of what they see from the rookies. And it was a, a rookie season unlike anybody coming into the season. So it was a little hard to take that as it yeah. on face value. <clears throat> Good point. A uh, couple things that about this developing story, because I think it is a developing story. Uh, a couple different people weighing in on this. You mentioned Adam Schefter. Uh, this is uh, some of his comments uh, this afternoon about Aaron Rodgers and the situation that is developing in Green Bay. 
There are other members of the organization that don't know if and when Aaron Rodgers will show back up in Green Bay. He's going through a lot of change in his life right now. He's engaged to be married. He hosted Jeopardy during the offseason. Has a lot of hopes, a lot of different things. And I don't think he's particularly happy right now being in Green Bay. And I think this dates back, ironically enough, to the draft last year. When not only did the Green Bay Packers draft a quarterback, but they traded up to draft a quarterback. And not only did they trade up to draft a quarterback, but they didn't tell him in advance that they were drafting a quarterback. And obviously, we've seen a lot of cryptic comments from Aaron Rodgers from the time the season ended to now. But it's a situation where essentially he's not happy in Green Bay. There is a standoff between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers that has gone on to now, and we don't know how this is going to wind up. AJ, you first. Okay, so... If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to punch Adam Schefter in the face because he made this way worse. couple things. I'm getting ready for Jeopardy, guys. I am too busy for fall camp. I'm sorry. We're a tie or not we're a tie. Carrying that sack of money must have really made you upset. Also, getting engaged, okay, made you grumpy. A couple other things. So, yes, the Packers traded up to get Jordan Love, but it's not like they went from the back of the first round to the front of the first round. It was like six picks. Second of all, if you traded up, it's because you didn't think it was going to be there. So I can understand that I don't know what the timeline was if they waited for days and days to tell him. But at that moment, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, by the way, we got to call. Do they consult him on every pick? That's what I'm saying. But, okay, but at, yes, because th- to a degree, I would. Because Aaron Rodgers is expecting in a deep wide receiver draft to get a wide receiver. Yes, either from LSU, fair. Clemson, Notre Dame, like or Georgia, they have. I mean, there was four legit really good wide receivers who, by the way, are now doing great in the NFL. And so he's expecting you're going to get that wide-out guy. And then all of a sudden, with the 26 pits, Packers select Utah State quarterback Jordan Love. What the? I, I would lose my mind if I'm Aaron Rodgers. But the whole, like, well, he's got a lot going on right now. He's got a manicure at 3 o'clock tomorrow. He's got a pedicure on Friday at 4. Movie, movie star, he's fiance. Got, he's got Jeopardy. He's getting engaged. He's got wedding plans. He's got to find a cake. Look, he had a celebrity fiance before, girlfriend before. Who? Was it Danica Patrick? Yes. Oh, dude. And you know what? He deserves to suck because he broke her heart. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. <laughs> I want to address your point. The taking the quarterback thing. So, this is this is him being, I think, thin-skinned. Yes. Would I hate it if I was Aaron Rodgers? He belongs in baseball. Yes, but if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I won the MVP, which he did, and that's what he should have done. Be like, don't let him take your job. Because uh, no, you get help. Give the guy some help. This, the right, Eric? love pick is not the problem with that, though. It's the second and third round pick that's really the yeah, problem. Yeah, but the that, first that's round- a good point because there was it was allegedly a very deep wide receiver draft. Yes, it was a very thin quarterback draft this year. It's a complete one eighty. Yeah. So I think to your point, what you're trying to make is like, look, they they felt like there would be wide receivers later available that yes. could still help us. Yes. We didn't need to to move up and spend our first round on somebody because we thought there'd be other guys available. By the way, why they still didn't pick guys is still a mystery. That's the problem. Two four one seven. I'm sorry, that was the text right about Rogers or yes, Favre. So we yes. didn't answer. So I, I would I would take Brett Favre by the way because didn't like wasn't he going to retire, come back, retire, or what was like the situation? Like he didn't want to go to training kept, camp. That's what it was. Right. And then near the end, he wanted to go to Minnesota, but they were, of course, not going to trade him to Minnesota. And so, <laughs> Which I, is common sense. I'm with you. I would take the Favre thing because at least when they got to that point, they had Rodgers, and I know they have Jordan Love now, but 
it's one thing like Green Bay doesn't take a shellacking for Favre being like, Ugh. Green Bay <laughs> kind of takes a shellacking from Aaron Rodgers being like, hey guys, they kind of suck. So yeah, yeah, I go Favre. Uh, all right, some more from people that are covering this developing situation now. Marcus Spears, oh, uh, he's good too. Uh, saw this coming. It was so clear and obvious to me when all of that transpired with Aaron Rodgers and everybody was talking about, you know, me and Mina go back and forth about our cap stuff, and I get it, I understand it, but it's a few players in this league. When they say they want out, you have no choice. Yeah. And I felt like Aaron Rodgers eventually was going to get to that point. Wow. Can I can I ask you, which is worse? So, so 2417 asks us, which is worth the Favre or Rodgers thing? Which is worse for you in terms of the impact? Because Green Bay, to me, is one of the outstandingly, in perception, I think, generally, also factually, run organizations in the NFL. This has a lot of the field to me. It's not the injury type, but the Spurs with Kawhi, right? That was completely out of left field because it just doesn't happen. They're a machine. They're successful. They're a great organization. And then it got crazy ugly, and then they had to resolve it, and now the Spurs haven't been the same since. And I wonder if this is kind of the same thing. Hopefully Jordan Love is the answer, but man, this has kind of gone the same way. They have a great run organization. It's a great comparison. Now there's this huge public fight that's ugly. Rodgers is probably going to lose. Is the Packers like a, a great run organization though? Yes. Yes. Even as a Bears fan, absolutely. They're perennially really? in the playoffs. Yeah, but perennially that's, competing that's because of the conference championships. That's because of Aaron Rodgers. That's because of the players, not because of That's where they were with uh, Brett Favre before him. Yeah, but even with Before the Brett Favre situation, that got ugly too. Like I feel like the Spurs are a straight line, and you walk that line or you're out. And Kawhi Leonard kind of you know straight across the line, back and forth, and was never straight through. The- yes, uh, I would point out that no discredit from Popovich. I still think he's probably the greatest basketball coach. But I would make the point: what have the Spurs done without Tim Duncan? Green Bay went from Brett Favre and still. Was superly successful replacing good, him. That's a great point. So I think that to me is even more. Impressive. That's a good point. <clears throat> uh, Dan Orlovsky, he is uh, he covers Green Bay very closely, and uh, he said this is a this is a carryover from what happened a year ago. A guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame, who's just the MVP, feels disrespected. Um, in respect to Brian Gutenkust, I don't know him. Um, Aaron's not committed to you. You could be committed to Aaron right now, but he's not committed to you. And you should have been committed to Aaron yeah, Rodgers in say, last year's draft. Warned. Okay, yeah. you know, like you should have been committed to Aaron Rodgers in last year's draft. So that was a year ago. Yeah, but <sighs> again, a year. I mean, dude, that was just a year ago. Like you can say, well, that was a whole year ago. But, but it was look what just he did this last year. He and had an with, MVP season. Yeah, and guess what? He did it by himself. No. Yes, absolutely. He did it by himself. No, that was the other point I wanted to make to you saying the ugliness. I mean, look, should they have gotten more help? Yeah, we can argue the semantics, and most people I think would side with that, but they drafted Aaron Jones. They drafted Devontae Adams. The Packers regularly have a great offensive line that they don't spend money on. They draft them. So it's it's not like he's doing it by himself in terms of the team not helping him. Green Bay regularly drafts, and it grows its own products. Jair Alexander, the cornerback. They drafted him. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Is he the one that got beat on that deep route at the end of the half against Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game? Everybody can have a bad play. D- that dumb, don't, though. Don't, don't judge a player just by one play. You have to consider his body of work. Except I, Mark Sanchez. I'm just saying. judge him by the butt <laughs> bubble. That's fine. Oh, man, always. That's Please fine. and forever. No, forever. But I'm just saying 
he did that MVP season was Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers and other guys. Like Tom Brady's MVP seasons, you could say it was Gronk, Edelman, running game in there. Aaron Rodgers' MVP season was Aaron Rodgers. Real quick, let's see what Devontae Adams did this year. Yeah, please do. One of the top wide receivers. 115 catches, 1,374 yards, 18 touchdowns. I don't think Aaron Rodgers necessarily did it by himself. Aaron Jones had a good season, too. Jones wasn't bad. All right, we do need to call a timeout here in the Full Court Press. If you want to weigh in, uh, we do have some more audio to get to about this developing situation, uh, about uh, Aaron Rodgers and how that could have – why are we spending so much time on it? Because it's going to affect a former Aggie, Jordan Love. <laughs> Uh, and is he going to be the next quarterback um, it's, by the time the weekend is over? So uh, we'll discuss that. Also, Utah Jazz with a nice win We don't have night. to talk about that. We can skip that. Uh, somebody texted us about that, actually. Yes. want to make sure we bring it up when you're in studio. So you're here. So we'll if make you, sure we make uh, it part you know of the what? discussion. I, and do you know what? Last night I gave you my first ever don't ever do that again. Yeah. He broke He broke man code. You broke man. Bro code <laughs> between us. He texted me about something he should never text me. <laughs> if he has another game like that, you get another text like that. Morfitt's <laughs> <laughs> coming up. You're on the full court press. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Do I think it's a good look for for Kevin Durant to to go after Michael Rappaport? No. But I also think that if we are we taking everything that's said on surface level as being like I just it feels like there is a locker room talk aspect to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from one to four on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, the fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Earth Day is coming up. We have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment, energy efficient, and won't be in the landfill in two years. Our best-selling GE and Speed Queen commercial washers are built to last longer, so you won't have to worry about purchasing a new washer for years to come. Plus, get $20 off our Earth-friendly Excelsior laundry detergent with purchase of a select laundry pair. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. At Valley Office Systems, we want you to spring into spring and see more green with your first month's payment on us. Mention this ad to receive this special promotion. Visit valleyofficesystems.com for details. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo Stop. The Logo Shop. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson, AJ Knight. I love having AJ here. I was just actually at the, uh, I was at a location, and someone asked me when AJ was coming on again, 
And I was like, you know, you can appreciate the people that are there building it for what it is. When's AJ coming back? Okay, well, you know what? He, 6 to 10 a.m. on VFX. That's where you can find him. Uh, 9315 says, I wish AJ was on the show today, but maybe he's listening. I want him to try and explain away the Jazz win last night that broke records. Be fun to still have him say the Sucko Jazz when they are not. Okay, you know what? <laughs> and We're going to get to that. You got, okay, look, every once in a while, what do they say? A blind mice finds a piece of cheese? I think it's a blind squirrel finds a nut, but yeah. Well, we're going to get blind mice. How often does a blind mice find like a record size piece of cheese that's never been found before in that mouse's history? Well, because the mouse are very persistent, they can find it often. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will talk the jazz in a oh, little I, bit. I'm not done with that yet, by the way. I've I got plenty of gripes. Uh, but the, if you've been under a rock today, the big news is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers seem to be at an impasse. It just... They've been keeping it pretty well under under wraps for the last Apparently, yeah. couple months, but just over the last uh, 24, 48 hours, it's really exploded. Uh, Lewis Riddick um, talking a little bit about uh, potential for a holdout. If we could have that situation oh, wow. play out in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. The only true recourse that players have, the only true avenue that players have in order to get what they want is really to just withhold their services. That's the only thing you can really do. And depending upon how powerful you are and how, how much your contribution to an organization means, that is what, that's what ultimately you're going to have to do, is you're going to have to say, hey, look, I'm going to play the game of who's going to blink first, and we're going to see what you wind up doing. So if you're Brian Gutekinds at this point, you're sitting there thinking, oh, boy, is this really something that Aaron is going to ultimately follow through with? And, you know, having talked to him during Monday Night Football this past year and just listening to how just how introspective this man is and how much he is at a place in his life where he really is kind of looking forward about what exactly is his legacy going to be? What exactly is important to him? I mean, he's a very deep thinker about these kind of things. I, I, I would, without a doubt, I would not be shocked if he looked at this ultimately and just said, hey, look. I'm not in control of my destiny here. And that doesn't sit well with me. As someone who is probably the ultimate alpha who wants to be in control of everything, I'm not in control of ultimately where I wind up playing and what winds up happening with my career. After all that I've done, I have to sit now and wait and see whether or not they feel as though Jordan Love is ready to play. And then when he's ready to play, and then they look at my contract, and if it makes sense for them to move on down the road, then they tell me when my time is up? No. Hmm. I'll tell you when my time is up. Or at least I'll try to. So now it's just a high-stakes game of poker. Who's going to blink first? And we'll just see now. That's a mouthful. Um, I feel like that's a former player say a former player thinks. Because, like, I get the yeah, concept of saying. Yeah, I'm with you on this I one. I get the concept of saying, like, I have no control over where I play. You signed the contract. You signed the yeah, contract. contract. Unlike you agreed. And like in the NBA, it's not like Green Bay could offer him the most money. So that, I, no. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. Here's a. I'd like to. I had two points off of Riddick's thing, but the first one. So to me, his legacy is probably the most physically gifted quarterback until Patrick Mahomes takes it from him. That has been an utter disappointment. Utter dis. You gotta be kidding me. He he's had one playoff run. One. Uh, I mean, explain playoff run. They won a Super Bowl. Have you his record? Well, so wait, had, going to an NFC Championship game doesn't he, include being a playoff run. He's been to multiple conference championship games. Up until this most recent one, they haven't stand a, stood a chance. That's the 49ers won two years ago. That was yeah. embarrassing. Again, it's getting help around him. He did not play. He threw two interceptions in And that his game. defense was horrible. 
I'm sorry. The defense forced Green to hit Aaron Rodgers to throw. No, the defense couldn't stop Jimmy Garoppolo, who's supposedly the most overrated quarterback in the league. That doesn't. That still doesn't force Rodgers to throw two interceptions. No, that's right. But yeah, I wouldn't say an utter disappointment. That's, yeah, I. I'm not with you on that I, one. He's had more than one playoff run. He's had one Super Bowl. One playoff run that resulted in some hardware, but he's he's had some deep playoff runs. So is is Russell Wilson an utter disappointment then? He's got to be. He's only won one Super Bowl. No, I think the expectations are entirely different for him. Uh, huh. There's a huge difference to me also between the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. What yeah, Seattle, Seattle Seahawks have more talent around them. No. And a defense. Yes, they do. No, oh, you, give me a break. Defense? Jimmy Graham? you got to be kidding me. Oh, no. Me. Jimmy, no. They had a great tight end in Jimmy Graham, and they had the best defense, one of the best defenses in NFL history. In NFL history. And then Pete Carroll ran the defense into the ground. No, I don't care what happened after when the Patriots beat the Seahawks. This is the aftermath of that. That's fine. You're talking about the legacy. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so Russell Wilson had more talent around him than Aaron Rodgers had. And he's been to one or he's been to two Super Bowls and he's won one of those. And in the one Super Bowl that he lost, it's his fault for throwing a really bad pass. It's a bad pass. It was good defensive play, but also No, it's it's a pass that went straight to Malcolm Butler who made a great play. Okay, it, the, how can it be a pass that went straight to Butler and he made a great play? Because Can't he be still both. had to be there in time. Exactly. He, he made the straight. play. You That's unreal. You talked on both sides of your mouth. Also, to your point about talent, what is Seattle what are the Seattle Seahawks? Needed for the last half decade to decade. Offensive line. What does the GM refuse to give him? An offensive line. Nobody gives him receivers, and he gives him a really dominant running back named Marshawn Lynch. He <laughs> gives him receivers. He was uh, what was the, what was the one that just retired? He broke. He hurt his neck. The tiny one, Baldwin. Or Baldwin, whatever. yeah. Undrafted free agent. He gave him DK Metcalf. I'm sorry. I will take Devonte Adams every day of the week and twice on Sunday over any receiver, any receiver, including Jimmy Graham. That Over Jimmy Graham. Had. Yes! Oh, I read you man. the Adams stats last that's, season. That's, that that's also, great. And that's great stats, too. That's great numbers for him. These stats last season are also a point why you can't say Aaron Rodgers did it by himself. Because you know who you're going to guard when you play the Packers? Devontae Adams with two guys. He still gets open. How often? Okay, but we don't have that stat. How often was Devontae Adams guarded by two guys? I'm sure constantly. Who are you? Can't complain that he doesn't have anyone, and then say, "Well, I don't think they guard the one receiver." They well, it's have nice having a quarterback and put the ball where he can only get it because if Jimmy Garoppolo's quarterback, guess what? It's getting picked off and ran the other way, and then Devontae Adams doesn't have 1,300 yards catching. He has under a thousand. <laughs> All right, a couple of texts coming through on our Guild Mortgage text line. This is from two four zero nine. Travago as Captain Obvious, Eric and AJ have Captain Absurd. <laughs> Wait, who's okay. Travago has Captain Obvious? We have Captain Absurd. You, bullyingism. It said AJ, not AJ. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I don't know. Ah, maybe they spelled my name. Maybe they spelled your <laughs> name wrong. Who knows? Maybe it's me. Uh, six three two eight. If we were to redraft every starting quarterback in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers goes number one overall or two overall. There is and was no fall off. Wait, say that one more time. I'm sorry. If we were to redraft every starting quarterback in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers goes number one overall or two overall. Do uh, you agree with that? No I way. Think Mahomes is the one he's thinking about, but what about Brady? I, I, I'm sorry. Brady's number one. Mahomes is number two. And, and, I, and maybe Rodgers is number three. Every starting 
quarterback in the NFL today. Brady were to redraft him. I, man, boy, I, I, Brady I, just I, went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. I'm taking Brady's my number I one think pick. I'm with Ajay. And Patrick Mahomes is probably your number two pick. The other thing I would ask too is so is this pending legal issues for Deshaun? Because I think if Deshaun, <laughs> yeah, Deshaun clear, Wa- <laughs> I think he'd be up there. Are we turning off the injury and the uh, legal the issue tab? Yeah. If we are, because Deshaun Watson's probably think, on that list. I think he's up there. Well, he's an athlete, but does he win? Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna give me the Green Bay doesn't help. I would actually go with AJ on this too. I mean, they traded DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick. Green Bay may not be helping Rodgers. Bill O'Brien was single handedly torching, yes, torching Houston. Yeah, absolutely. Those are probably the only three. I think he would be by far. Hey, can I ask you? Okay, so can we flip that card? Who's the last quarterback drafted that's a starting quarterback in today? Mitchell tribute is is he starting? Mitchell? No, he no. went to be a backup in Buffalo. <laughs> Was it, are we including rookies? Because we can all we we have to right? Because the yeah, Jets if they're starting, don't have a guy. Yeah, they're uh, starting. They're starting quarterback. Oh man, uh, Bridgewater maybe. Yeah, it, it's what he's oh, Dalton. Dalton for the Bears. Actually, right, yeah, you know what? Dalton for the Bears. to go back to Chicago. You're going to like you're yeah. going through every team except Chicago. Like, no, not him yet. No, no, no. Ah, uh, yeah, we're going oh, back to Dalton. It's Dalton for the Chicago. Bears. Yeah. Uh, how about some more Adam Schefter, you guys? I know you love him. Uh, more about Aaron Rodgers that he does not want to return to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers has told certain members of the organization that he does not want to return to the Green Bay Packers. And this is an issue that has gone on throughout the course of the offseason, so much so that each of the Packers' main individual decision makers, the president, Mark Murray, Sorry. Aaron Rodgers has told certain members of the organization <laughs> Adam, we that he know. does not want to return yeah. to the Green Bay Packers. Da-da-da. And this is an issue that has gone on throughout the course of the offseason, so much so that each of the Packers' main individual decision makers, the president, Mark Murphy, the head coach, Matt LaFleur, the general manager, Brian Gutekunst, have each taken trips out west to go meet with Aaron Rodgers, to fly out and meet with him, to see if they could change his mind and convince him to come back to Green Bay, which he does not want to do at this point in time. But to date, Aaron Rodgers has not budged. Hasn't budged. I have a a, a thought on that, too. So, one, they talked about the draft, right? It keeps coming up. It's from the draft last year. So my initial thought was, okay, well, this is to force the hand of the Packers to draft receivers. What about the fact that all of a sudden this week it came out that Falcons may trade Julio Jones? There's no way. You don't think they'll trade him? I, Man, if they do, that whole entire front office needs to be fired. That's your best receiver you've, you've ever had. That, that he's better than Andre Risen, and you're going to trade him? I, I hope you get a lot of first picks out of that. They have a huge cap crunch, but I'm saying it's come out this week that they've considered it because I believe Tennessee called, and there was another team I think that was reported calling. What if that's the case? What if this is Aaron Rodgers? Like, ah, Julio Jones available, I'm just saying. I, yeah. If, well, if, if he's available and you're the Packers, my goodness, do it. Well, if you're a team, like if Aaron Rodgers, you're at an impasse. And if you're Green Bay, I think, look, he still has value. If we let him hold out on us, he's going to lose value. Yeah, he's the reigning MVP. Yep. Let's let's trade him. Yes, he's got a big salary, big contract, but he's the MVP. He's got value, so we need a lot in return. But if you're a team that's going to trade for him, you'd have to give up a, a significant amount to get him. Are you going to be competitive? 
if you tried to get Aaron Rodgers right now, based on what you'd have to give up to get him there? Do you think, based on his agent contract, it would cost more in draft and trade capital to get him than Deshaun Watson? Yes. Because they were talking about what? Oh, yes, right? I mean, picks? I would probably say yes. Yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, rather like versus Deshaun, is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Because everyone said Deshaun was going to be minimum what three first round picks at least. Yeah, to me the only thing that makes go- sense if they're trading it's San Francisco. That's the only one to me that makes sense if they're going to trade. So Eric, you were talking about it gets him home, right? It's where he played college ball. He'll win there. It's from California. So we talked about the effect that this has on Jordan Love. Like we're all talking about Aaron Rodgers. No one's saying about a word about the second-year quarterback, quote-unquote second year, uh, of Jordan Love. Mentally, like, what? what is your head telling you right now? Like, okay, am I getting ready to be a starting quarterback? Or are they going to go after and get a veteran quarterback? Come on, Trey And Rogers. use that veteran quarterback, and, and, and I'm going to be still sitting behind somebody who probably is a lot worse than I am? Like, Jordan Love is probably going to be a better quarterback than some backup quarterback in the NFL. I honestly think that. I agree. But what Jordan's love mentality is where now? Oh, I think it's a great question. I, I think that um, if I'm Green Bay, I, I don't know that I'm going to put all of my eggs in the Jordan Love basket. I'm probably going to want to go get a veteran quarterback. He may be the starter on, on day one, but without expectations that he'll be the starter in four weeks or ten weeks or you know down the line, he will not be the starter at the end of the year. I mean, if you're Green Bay, a trade that might make sense for you then, and I think San Francisco would buy it because it would lessen the cap blow, is I don't know what draft capital you come up with, but I'd imagine the basis of the deal would be, all right, well, we want Garoppolo, we want the third overall pick, and work from there because then you got a veteran, and then you got that third overall pick. I don't think they'd use it on a rookie if they like Jordan Love, but you could trade back because someone's going to want a QB there, and you can get a boatload more picks out of it. Trade down, yeah. Yeah. How, okay, so what's the realistic trade you could get at? What's the value you can get out of it? Realistically, out of the three, uh, yeah, out of trading Aaron Rodgers. Let's try trading Aaron Rodgers. What value can you get out of that? What or do you expect to get out of that realistically? Uh, I would think Garoppolo, the third overall pick this year, second this year. Well, the problem is if you're San Francisco, you traded the next two first round picks to get the third overall yeah. pick. So I don't know. You might have to. They might have to do that one more in players than picks. And I don't know. You'd be willing to do that. Like, uh, I, I, who wouldn't want Nick Bosa on their team? Oh, what? Uh, go ahead. Just um, there. Apparently, according to some reports, the uh, Packers have received some phone calls, but they never received any offers. Right. Uh, Adam Schefter, a little bit more on that. There's not a demand there yet, but it could be building. It's not like he's gone to the Packers and said, "I'm not coming back. Trade me." He has told people within the organization, I'm not going back there. Now, whether he does that or doesn't do that, we will see. I don't know the difference. So, wait, what's I'm the difference? I'm not going then? back there. I'm not going I'm back. Done. Or, I'm not going back, so trade me. So, you're not going back, uh, period? Does that mean you're going to retire? I don't think so. No, there's no way he's not retiring. But, no, I'm just saying, what's the difference? I'm, I'm with Eric. What's the difference in that? Semantics, I think. Do you guys know the uh, an NFL player has never been traded after winning the MVP? I'd buy in that. the previous season. I would agree. The only MVPs to not return to their team in the season after winning the award were Norm Van Brocklin. Oh, can I guess the other one who retired after winning in 1960? Oh, and then Jim Brown. And Jim Brown, who yeah. retired after nice. winning in 1965. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know Norm Van Brocklin was one of those guys too. Wow. Huh. 
It's uh, yeah, and then how many but how many players win the MVP one year and the next year they're like, you know what? This team sucks. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't stand that? this place. That's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of to the point that Eric and I were making. <laughs> It's not like Barry I, Sanders. It's like, oh, you guys all suck, and he's just like a one oh, bright dude, spot. Yeah, he had the true. biggest dark out of anybody in the NFL. I, I think even Detroit is like, yeah, he was right. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, he, he right. had deep. We were terrible. Hey, can I ask you though, who had a worse offensive line, Walter Payton or Barry Sanders? Because I heard For the entirety of their career. Yeah, because I heard Payton's offensive line wasn't great. Is that true? Uh. I mean, I don't think the Bears were ever good. And I mean, they they drafted a lot better when uh, Ditka got there. By the way, quick side note: cause I don't know if I've ever said this. Ditka should not be a Chicago hero. He's actually more responsible for the detriment of that team. That documentary, eighty five, eighty five Bears, indicates that he was tells you everything. Yeah. yeah, I would say I think it's Barry Sanders. Me too. I, I would lean more Sanders. I think so. That poor guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dude, it help. was so bad where he was in the peak of his career and he's like, I quit. I think that's my point. Peyton played, I think, twelve years. I think. Sanders is like I could he the people talk about it they, he could have destroyed the rushing record and he's like I'm good I'm sick yeah. of Detroit Megatron same thing I'm sick of getting I'm sick of having to dodge fifty tacklers five yards behind the line of scrimmage it's so bad here I just I can't I can't do it playing anymore. this game anymore Dude, that's crazy he was so good but it was so bad in Detroit he was like I'm quit I'm out yeah. same thing with, same thing with Megatron <laughs> and then he still made the Hall of Fame it's <laughs> awesome. All right, more to get into here on the Full Court Press. Uh, we will get into the Utah Jazz. Another few thoughts about the NFL draft, which the first round takes place tonight. Uh, and it's Thursday, which means it's pick six time. Can I set this one out? I'm on an eight-week no, losing streak. Do not streak. pull an Aaron no, Rodgers on no, it. No, just you let have me sit to play. This is you are Aaron under Rogers contract. Thing. This is a Kawhi Leonard thing. I need rest. I need rest. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's a difficult spot to be in because the draft is tonight. What do you do? Last year they drafted the quarterback, and I think that also was the trigger for a lot of Aaron Rodgers and happiness. As we mentioned, 
They not only drafted a quarterback, they traded up to draft a quarterback, and they didn't tell Aaron Rodgers at the time that they were drafting somebody to replace him. Some people took that as a sign that his days in Green Bay could be numbered. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. Uh, you know what? You brought up a great point when we were off air. Can you tell the listeners what you just said? Oh, I just poor Jordan Love. Yep. I mean, his his name is forever tied to Aaron Rodgers as this big negative black spot on the uh, uh, the dark cloud over the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And Jordan Love is just like, hey, I just I just want to play. Can football. I just can I just play football? Can I just go throw the ball around, please? And last year, for months after the draft, it was the most hotly discussed. Uh, debate, uh, and it's resurfacing again. Jordan Love's name is out there a lot, and it has nothing to do with a single play of playing under football. center in the NFL. <clears throat> and it's I feel I feel really bad for the guy. You ask what's going through his head, man. I can't even imagine. I'm sure he's just thinking, I just want all this noise to. Go away. But at the same time. I just time, want to play football. But at the same time, do you say, you know what? I got a great chance here. I have a chance to shut all the critics up, all the haters up. I grab the playbook and I am face planned into it. I am ignore I'm turning off the TV. I'm throwing my phone away. And I am singly focused on that playbook. Because when it comes to fall camp and when it shows up, I want to be ready. I want to be that guy. I want to be the starter for the Green Bay Packers. He has a shot at it now. With everything going on, he has a shot. Or is he like, look, I've developed a nice relationship with Aaron. I want him to stick around. He's a great mentor to me. I still have a lot to learn from him. I don't want him to go away. No, and look, but that's the, like, here's the thing. And, and George's going to love it the hard NFL way. Ready. Well, that's, that's his, yeah, that's what he's got to figure out. I, I don't know. Is he? But you can't let something that is out of your control affect you right now. The whole what? Aaron Rodgers situation is something that he cannot control. He cannot go to Aaron Rodgers and be like, dude, chill. Like, I like you. I want you to be here. Like, he's just got to stay out of it. Let that play out however it does. Focus on him getting the job done and being ready to go come fall camp to earn that starting job. If Aaron Rodgers ends up in San Francisco, does that revive that old rivalry and become a more interesting modern rivalry? Or does it depend on how things go with no. when they play each other? No, I think there's a rivalry there. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. I You think about it, man. Eric there's Rogers a healthy rivalry there, Steve Young versus Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Yeah, no, it, it gets back there again. I mean, and you think about it. A former squared Super Bowl off in the playoffs just a few quarterback years ago. and a year ago MVP goes to San Francisco to be the quarterback? Yeah, that would do it. That would do it. Unless Aaron Rodgers goes to New England. That'd be cool. <laughs> Look, uh, the uh, Rams may have been a likely destination, but they already made their choice. Yeah. They already made moves. Do you think, how many teams right now have got one of those fetching quarterbacks and are thinking, gosh dang it, why can we have just waited? <laughs> Rams have got to be one of those teams right now because you, you don't think he would have loved to go to L.A. and go play football. I mean, San Francisco would be great. Just be in L.A.? Jeez, uh, yeah. What about the Raiders? Las Vegas? I don't know. They got Derek Carr. They believe in him. 
Which but would by, you give up Derek Carr if you could get Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Las Vegas. Maybe he will. Get him closer to California. Then just go to California and go to San Francisco. It's warmer weather. Just go to California. <laughs> would you rather be in Las Vegas or be in California? Uh, coming up next hour, we'll break down what happened last night with the Utah Jazz. Ajay gets to eat a lot of crow and our pick six. It's coming Leave up me next alone. hour. Stick around. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Normally, we grade off seasons by who teams add to their rosters, which makes sense. But when you look at 2021 in the NFL, maybe the biggest offseason coup has nothing to do with signing new free agents or the draft itself. Somehow, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers managed to bring all the key pieces back from their Super Bowl team. Yesterday, news came out. Whiteout Antonio Brown is coming back on a one-year deal. Pretty incredible that they were able to retain all of these guys. Pass rusher Shaq Barrett likely coveted by several teams, but they didn't let him get to free agency. They also re-signed linebacker Levante David. Also, franchise tag receiver Chris Godwin. Credit the front office for avoiding a Super Bowl hangover and quickly pulling this all together. There hasn't been a repeat champ since the 4 New England Patriots. Normally, teams either lose players or coaches. That's not the case with the Buccaneers, and now Tom Brady has a great chance to do it again and bring another title to Tampa. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Remember the saying, if you love something, set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Well, when it comes to your identity, the folks at LifeLock are calling BS on that. All of those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try to set it free? They say that's crazy talk, and we agree. That's why LifeLock helps monitor your information and alert you to potential identity threats. And if you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will be there to help you fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But when identity thieves try to take what's yours, you don't have to take it lying down. And while they aren't exactly setting it free, you can save up to 25% off your first year by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. So promo code PATRICK, 25% off at LifeLock. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a Bobcat, a Wolf, a Grizzly, a Mustang, or a Riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lesolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Give your family everything. Give them your time from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are And here's what you need to know. Uh, bring on the National Football League and the draft just an hour away from kicking up. Plenty of drama away from the draft that has to do with what's going on in Green Bay. 
Adam Schefter reporting earlier today that Aaron Rodgers is so upset right now with the Packers that he has told some people within the organization that he is done and will not return to them in 2021 and beyond that. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Saints have exercised a fifth-year option on defensive end Marcus Davenport. Chargers have done the same fifth-year option on safety Derwin James. He's been banged up for the better part of his career. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball today. Mullins swings, hits it in the air, left center field. Hicks has got it. Urias coming, thrown to the plate. It is offline, and the Orioles win it on the sacrifice fly by Cedric Mullins. They take it in 10 by a final score of 4-3. A's over the race, 3-2. I'm David Gascon. It's the full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Appreciate AJ Knight hanging out with us in the first hour, but he had to take off. He had important things to do with important people. You love saying that, don't you? That's what you were doing earlier. That's Vice why you were late. President. <laughs> Can't wait for that ad to play. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God bless India. So, uh,. Big news today, as you heard at the top of the hour and heard us talking about last hour, but if you missed it, uh, Aaron Rodgers, very unpleased with what's going on in Green Bay. I mean, this is like an every year occurrence in the offseason with Aaron Rodgers, but apparently maybe it's reaching a boiling point and he's saying that he wants out. Um, so will that spice things up tonight in the NFL draft, which will be getting underway uh, soon, right? Uh is it this hour or next hour? Uh, next hour, 6 o'clock. Thank you. I thought I had it up here, but it's just, I must have clicked out. That's how I roll. Yeah, that's you usually lead the page before you need to. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, lots of drama about who may uh, trade back, uh, anybody else may trade up, if uh, Aaron Rodgers is on the move, uh, which teams, you know, should should Green Bay try to put something together here? And uh, just like, hey, this guy's an MVP. Let's get the most value out of him as we can before he messes things up even worse. Or they say, look, we, we really do believe in him. And uh, he has these moments, but we ever able to work it through. We've done it before. We feel like we can do it again. So really strange times in Green Bay. Um, also, Utah Jazz with a nice big win over the Sacramento Kings last night. Uh, record performance for the Utah Jazz. Good to see the Sucky Jazz pull out of their, uh, you know, take off their costume, show up for a game against a really bad basketball team. Wonder what that would look Whatever. like. You were dogging on them last night. You know, no, and I was. And then it didn't make it any better when you're sending me a text. We'll get into that in just a moment, but first... Um, I want to get to some of our uh, Guild Mortgage texts that have come through. Our Guild Mortgage text line is 435-339-0321. Uh, this is 
from uh, 9315. Sorry to change it up, but what do you guys know about Ken Moore as a new Aggie football player? Not a heck of a whole lot, only that he's from Florida, South Florida. He's a small guy, too, isn't he? Uh, This is according to his um, 24 7 sports. Five foot nine, one hundred and fifty-five pounds. Yeah, that's not big. Not, not the kind of size that you really want to hang your hat on for a defensive back. But he is young. Hopefully, he's got a little more growth in him, but a little more meat on him. But um, Coach Bonda apparently pretty excited about him. Uh, Aggies have been recruiting corners and defensive players here lately, uh, but. Uh, Ken Moore Jr. I guess is the latest commitment. And on his own personal Twitter feed says, proud to say that I'm 100% committed to Utah State. That's Right now, that's about all I can tell you on that. Sorry, not much more. Uh, 5374 texts in, possibly off topic, just got off work. But all I could think about last night during the Jazz game is how disappointed AJ was. Oh. You can't talk crap on Bogdanovich today. Okay. Yeah, I love Bogey. It's Nying that I can't stand. Mr. Chubby Arms. Uh, 9315, important people for AJ hanging out with Cosmo? Okay. You know what, Leon? You're grounded from the text line for the rest of the day. <laughs> you, you know, it's... You keep getting yourself in trouble, Leon. You keep texting in, getting smart, getting saucy with it. It's enough for you. Uh, five, three, seven, four. Okay, yeah, you know what? I can't bag on Bogey because he actually hit some shots. He actually hit some open looks. Like he- this one. Left side three by right's no good. Ilya Silva with a nice rebound. Push ahead to Niang. George drives the rack. Kicks it back out to Boyan. Catch and shoot three is good. 40 to 27, Utah by 13. How about this one, too? <laughs> this is a good one right here. Man, what a <laughs> great amazing. What a great highlight. Remember this is. that one? <laughs> Big moment. Right side to Bogdanovich, guarded by Metu, drives by him to the rim and hammers. Boyan Bogdanovich flies by Metu for the slam dunk. And then your main man. Oh, don't. Has lead at 66-39. We're all giggles. Niang, right side, three. Oh, and hold the pose, George. Hold the pose, my man. You're on fire. Four threes for Niang. My new nickname for George Niang is Chubby Arms. Chubby Arms? He doesn't have chubby arms. Hey, dude, have you seen the guy? Looks like he's been pounding a six-pack of... Johnny O spud nut donuts every pregame. He played starter minutes. He was a starter. George Yang started his okay. first NBA start. 26 yeah. minutes, 6 for 9 overall, 5 for 7 from 3, 4 assists, 3 rebounds, 19 points, and a plus 36. He was a plus. Oh, man. Jeez. That's got to be a career best. That will never happen again. Look, it's good for the Jazz. But, Eric... The Sacramento Kings are 25 and 37 on the season, 14 and 18 at home. They just beat Dallas on Monday. This was supposed to happen. Was that You're supposed, were they supposed to supposed to beat Dallas on Monday? I, I again, Dallas is a 7 seeded team. You're the best team in the league, quote unquote. Well, you have the best record in the league. Okay, you have the, you're not the best team in the league. You have the best record in the league. 
You should be doing this to the Sacramento Kings. And you're welcome. Okay? Jazz, you are welcome. Jinxie, really came through for you. And you're welcome. What I loved about last night uh, was how Boyan initiated a lot early. And it was back to the basket, post moves, taking it to the rack. And we talked about it, getting that offense going in other ways. He was only one of five from three. But he scored 24 points. That's what we need. That's what was missing from Utah. Yeah, and and there's those uh, two back-to-back buckets where he, uh, I think it was like a four-point game, and then Bogdanovich went on a fast break, took Buddy Hill to the rim, got the layup on the right side, and then same thing, uh, fast break, took someone else to the rim, got another layup, and then that just built his confidence and said, okay, I'm seeing the ball go through the hoop. Now see if it will go through the hoop where I'm, where it's my specialty, and that's from deep. And, you know, he, he still shot well from – well, he shot okay from the perimeter. But, again, doing work otherwise in other ways to get points. I thought he was really, really good last night. Absolutely. And the other thing that uh, that I, I noticed early on is that the Jazz were not hesitating. On their outside shots, get the ball, launch the ball. Against Minnesota, they'd get the ball, they'd pump fake, they'd move their feet. They'd give time for the defender to close out on them. And then once they're there, oh, now I can't take the shot. i got to dribble and pass. Oh, well, I'm going to do a pump fake, move my feet. The defender closes out. I can't shoot. i got to dribble and pass. And we just see this over and over again. And, and Minnesota just plays the passing lanes and eventually picks it off. But last night, when the Jazz players got the ball, they shot the ball. They are more deliberate in their actions. And I think that made a huge difference. No, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, four three four eight. Ajay is really good at hating on players' teams when they are down. He is also really good at deflecting once he realizes he's wrong. Hey, I give credit where credit's due. Okay, I'm honest, fair and square. Nine three one five. I can't wait till we beat the Suns. Ajay will be so surprised and saucy. If we make shots like we did last night, we can we can easily beat the Suns. Yeah, but I, I need consistency out of that. I, I'm not trying to hate you, son of a... It's what we need. We need the fire alarm. Air raid. Look. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> four, three, four, eight. Okay, listen. Uh, let me explain. Okay, just give me a chance to explain. The Jazz got swept in a weekend series by this Minnesota Timberwolves. You as Jazz fans, or we as Jazz, because I am a Jazz fan, and we as Jazz fans should be embarrassed by that, Eric. What they did last night was great. It was embarrassing. It was great. It was wonderful. But it's supposed to happen. This is what we're supposed to be seeing from the team with the best record in the league. By the way, Matt Thomas, player of the game last night. What do you think? Oh, my word. I don't know about player of the game. Oh, I mean, come on. He went 7-7 seven of seven in 17 points so in 9 minutes. so efficient. It's like, yes, that is who we want to see. Yeah, How but we, consistency? we never give him a shot. We never put him on the court. That's Talk about consistency. If that guy consistently play like he did, he'll get, he'll get a regular rotation role, and he'll, have, he'll earn a lot of money in the NBA. Dude, the Jazz scored... What, 77 points at half? Was it? Oh, no, 76 at half? Dude, they were up 76 to 44 at half. I don't know that I've ever seen a Jazz 
team <laughs> defeat somebody quite like I saw last night. Where they were up by 50 in yeah. the fourth quarter. I mean, they went up by 49, but for a good stretch of the fourth quarter, they were up by 50. I mean, Quinn Snyder just kind of sat down and said, well, I don't need a coach tonight. I'm good. I'll take the night off as well. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he sat in the – because he's so used to – like, you're so used to seeing him pace around left and right, and he only stood up just a few times. Otherwise, he's like, you know what? We're good. That was a game that they did what we wanted. Quick shots, deliberate actions, Rudy Gobert on the court for less than 25 minutes. He was on the court for 24 minutes. 12 points, 10 boards, 5 blocks. 5-7-6-0. I agree that losing last weekend was bad, but we also won 19-20 games at one point. Expectations are way higher now, and, and that is a good thought, by the way. The expectations, especially for myself, are much, much higher than they probably were at the start of the season. Much higher. And and uh, should I but and, and maybe I asked five seven six zero. Do we as jazz fans temper those ex, temper those expectations until we get to the playoffs? Do we wait to you know to size the ceiling for the Utah Jazz this season? Six eight nine one. Uh, I think the Jazz were off the NBA record by like thirty five points. Yeah, I think the NBA high score points in the game is like one eighty six or something like that. Are you kidding me? Triple overtime game. Okay. Oh, man. I wonder what the points are for regulation. Do we have that? Uh, yeah. Most points like, scored in an NBA game. It was like between the Hawks and the Bulls, like 2019. Yeah, 162 to 158. Golden State beat Denver. Oh. Is that what I have here? Was that in regulation? Nope. Uh, let's see. That was in overtime. Let's see here. Okay. So, no over, yep, 162.58 in regulation. Yeah, my son and I this morning over breakfast were going over that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Chris Moon had 38. Season opener for both teams, too. Highest point scored in the Utah Jazz franchise history. Uh, and uh, 6891 reminds us, yeah, no Mitchell or Connolly. Yeah, at, you're right. No Mitchell and no Conley. But again, the Sacramento team is not as good. You're the highest-ranked team in the NBA with the best record in the league. Minnesota's even worse. This is what you expect of the Utah Jazz. This is what we should expect. But RJ, again, I, I love that previous text from 5760. Is our expectations too high? When you're the number one seed for the vast majority of the regular season, you should have expectations that you're going to beat the, one of the worst teams in the NBA. At least once. By the way, I'm watching some highlights. At least of, once. Yeah. You lost all three times you faced them. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm re-watching some of the highlights from last night's game. It is incredible how easy the Jazz got to the rim. Like, they just said, you know what, forget the threes. Let's just, I mean, let's go to the rim. Well, they did hit 24 threes. They did? They were 24 of, fifth of 41. Do the, the three 58% that... 58% uh, from three. That's incredible. See, where was that against Minnesota? Honestly, you shoot 57 threes, you should win a ball game. The Jazz made more threes than Sacramento even attempted. Sacramento attempted 21. They were 7 of 21. Uh, five seven six zero. This regular season will always be special, but if the Jazz lose in the first round... It will feel that it was wasted. 
6891. I agree with that. Says he absolutely agrees. When we were talking about what was going to happen between a space of time for the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns, the Suns are getting ready to embark on this big East Coast road trip. And we thought, here we go. Jazz are facing a lot of bad teams. There should be a nice cushion before they face each other on April 30th. Here we are, Ajay. There's a one-game separation. If the Jazz lose because of tiebreakers, the Jazz will drop to number two. Phoenix went on and uh, they won four of their of those seven games. They were four and three in that stretch that we talked about. They lost that opening game to San Antonio on April, on April 17th before they went on their road trip. They lost two in a row, Boston and Brooklyn, and uh, then they've they've won two in a row. So uh, they beat uh, the Clippers last night. And Chris Paul, that game was really close. It's just a one-possession game with about three or four minutes to go, and he just one trip down the court after another, just found ways to score points. Dude, he's a baller. And it's a shame that he's not in the MVP conversation because he deserves to be. He should be. Absolutely should be. That is an absolute shame. Yeah, it's horrible. Hey, when I'm looking up, because you said Rudy Gobert only played 28 minutes. Is that right? Uh, 24. 20, so he's, man, because I'm looking to when he he checked out. Doggone it. It's because Derek Favors entered, but I can't find who he entered in for. About six-minute mark, give or take, he enters in for Rudy Gobert. Oh, nope, he, nope. Trent Forrest entered in for Rudy Gobert at six and a half. Rudy Gobert did not play from the six and a half minute mark of the third quarter on. Didn't uh, need to. I yeah, mean, they're up by 40. Favors looked great. Favors had, what do you have? He had 11 boards, eight points, two blocks. Uh, it, I thought Favors looked great. Uh, John Russell text in, all things being equal, Chris Paul or Mike Conley? Chris Paul. Who you'd rather have? Yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Four three four eight text in Eric. Minnesota just has our number this year. They matched up really well. Not to mention, we didn't have the players we should have. Chalk it up to a bad series and play that much harder. One five seven zero. I think the Jazz were pressing uh, too hard against the Wolves, trying to keep the one seed without Mitchell. I, I could agree. There's a little bit of pressure there. And then 6891 text in. Go back to the Packer conversation. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will be the, with the Packers next year with how disgruntled he is? Maybe opening the door for love. You know, we, oh man, we talked a little bit about this in the first hour. According to reports, Aaron Rodgers is out. He's, he's done. He, he has apparently told multiple people within their organization that he doesn't want to return. But uh, here's the latest from Adam Schefter. The Packers don't want to trade Rodgers. There's an impasse right now. No the crap. Packers have been steadfast that they're not going to trade him. They've been approached by teams dating back to January when the Los Angeles Rams called them to inquire about the availability of Aaron Rodgers, and they were quickly dismissed at that point in time. The 49ers called the Packers last night, didn't make an offer, just reached out, talked, but obviously the Packers have made it clear to anybody that would call that they are not interested and not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. 6891, my bad. No, no, you're good. Don't worry about it. We uh, we don't mind talking about the situation. Obviously, as Eric has put out, it's kind of a um, 
developing story as we go along, especially since the draft's in 40 minutes. Yeah, it's, oh, no, don't don't worry about it, 6891. Glad to have you. Thanks for joining the show. Appreciate you. Yeah, as, as far as Jordan Love is concerned, though, it yes, it does potentially open the door for him. Sure, absolutely. No question. Yeah. Uh, it, it Like we said at the, the, the top of the show, I mean, I... I don't. I can't think of anybody I feel worse for than Jordan Love. Yeah, who has done nothing wrong, but every time his name is brought up, it's in a negative way towards the Green Bay Packers organization or Aaron Rodgers. All the kid wants to do is play football, but his name is literally a hiss and a byword. <laughs> it's attached to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's. I feel bad for that guy. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting couple of days here for those in Green Bay if they try to make a deal or if they just say, look, Aaron, we really want you to be our guy. We want to work it out. So, I don't know. But if I'm Green Bay, I'm my, I think I'm at the end of my rope with all of his antics. Because this if this is the first time that he's been upset, you can work things out. Give it some time. Continue to try to make some offerings, some changes. But this isn't the first time something like this has happened with Aaron Rodgers. No. And it won't be the last. I can guarantee you that. Too much of a track record here with this guy. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Hey, Eric, can we go back really quickly on the Utah Jazz subject? I just... Yeah. I, I, I'm interested to see what happens tomorrow versus the Suns, who, by the way, are on a just major momentum train right now, right? I mean, they they, they fared well in that East Coast trip. Right, they they beat a good Clippers team last night. This team is humming. I am really, really, really worried about tomorrow night's game against the Suns, even without Mitchell. Like, even if they had Mitchell, I'd be worried. Right, a lot of people talk about health of, of a team, and that's important, right? You. The, the problem that's kind of rearing its head under the under the surface in Brooklyn and in Los Angeles for the Lakers is, look, we've got talented players who are hurt. When we're all together, we'll be good. But having not played a lot of time together, that could be a concern. Like, this is a Phoenix team that's playing together. They're playing with momentum. They're playing with confidence. Um, they're in a really good space here. They don't have to, like... Let's try to figure out a few games here and some scrimmages back at the home office to f- remember how we play together and how who this guy, where he likes the ball, things like this, and how we work on the court together with these different matchups. They're doing it. They have that momentum. And I think that's where we're concerned about this Jazz team this last month. It's been shaky. Um, yes, there has been some health issues here and there, but... How confident, how consistent, how much of a groove are they in? Phoenix is in a real groove right now. They went 4-3 and three during a really tough stretch of games. The Jazz, in that same time period, went 3-3 three and three against some very mediocre or very below mediocre teams. So, there's definitely right, you have a right to be concerned. Should we panic? Not yet, but we have a right to be concerned. 6891, the Jazz will lose by at least 15. 4348, the Jazz will be okay, but we will bounce back after the game against the Suns. I hope so. 
That Suns game, I mean, look, even if you lose tomorrow and you're down one game to the Suns, you still have, what, 10, 8, 9 games left, Eric? Okay, so after they play Phoenix on Friday. Okay, you know what? I'm actually going to go to the Phoenix schedule and join you on this. Okay, so here's Utah's schedule after they play Phoenix on Friday. They return to Salt Lake to host Toronto, San Antonio on Monday, San Antonio on Wednesday, Denver next Friday, Houston the Saturday after that. So that's a a five-game homestand next week. Then they travel to Golden State, come home to host Portland, travel to Oklahoma City, travel back to Sacramento. For Phoenix, they got Utah home, and then they're on the road for Oklahoma City, Cleveland, Atlanta, home against the Knicks, on the road for the Lakers and Warriors, home against Portland, and then back-to-back games on the road versus San Antonio. Several similarities in those schedules. And people are going to say, well, they got the Lakers and the Warriors. Dude, it doesn't matter. I mean, they went to that East Coast trip, and they did really well. They came out pretty clean. So don't assume that the Lakers and Warriors are going to get them. But I'm looking forward to that Warriors-Suns game. I really am. Uh, 8003, Jazz by 12 on Friday. Uh, we don't know about Mike Connolly's status. Uh, I guess it was looking positive today, according to one report that I saw. Got a case of the Sissianitis. He was dodging the Sacramento Kings last after, night. After, he, after he got his cookies taken away from Ricky Rubio. I mean, dude, I mean, nothing's more deflating to your ego than a former point guard who was at Utah that you took his place for taking the ball away from you on the final possession of the game. That's deflating for a player, an NBA player. I think if Mike Connolly's healthy, I, I give the Jazz a chance to be real close. If he's not, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go with Phoenix in that one. Phoenix is, uh, has played the Jazz tough every time they played them. Beat them twice. No Connolly, no Mitchell. Uh, how about this? Denver Broncos Radio reporting that a source is saying that Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> could be going to the Denver Broncos by the end of the night. Wait, what? Aaron Rodgers to Denver? Dude, you know, the if Patri- you can't have him, send dude, him to purgatory? The Patriots can never catch a break. They haven't caught a break in 20 years. Are you serious? That sucks. If that happens, I quit. <laughs> quit sports. 4348. Eric, 118-107. Suns win this one. Remember it. 118-107. <laughs> okay. I can go with that. Eric, do you... Okay, your confidence level right now, Jazz in Phoenix, Friday night, scale of 1 to 10, 10 being great, 1 saying we're going to get burnt to pieces. I'm saying one. You think the Jazz are going to go into Phoenix and get blown out by 20, 25 points? Okay. 20, 25 is harsh. I'm sorry. 15. 
10, 11 to 15 points. Without Donovan. 20 to 25 points. That's a that's a one on your scale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we'll so go. So like a, a three? Four? Three or a three. four? Because, I mean, is 11 to 15 bad? Yeah, it's still I mean, it's a double-digit loss. Yeah, they aren't. They aren't. Yeah. Chris Paul's going to have his way with him. 9315, Jazz 102, Suns 100. 4034. <laughs> Did you really just say the Patriots haven't had a break in the past 20 years? That's ridiculous. Period. Send. <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculous. Period. Send. <laughs> 4034. Look, I my poor Patriots have suffered through a lot. Oh. Yes. Really? No, yes, we have. Like deciding which yeah. finger to put another ring on? No, because, I mean, the, the, the lie... And the conspiracy theory of deflating a football on purpose is stupid. And to trash Tom Brady's name through the mud like Roger Goodell did because he had nothing better to do, not even to run the league, okay? The the loss to Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, not once, but twice. Now that's really hard for some franchises. Okay, really and it swallow. is. No, hold on. I'm not done yet. <laughs> All right? And then Tom Brady having the best Super Bowl of his career against the Eagles and his and, and Bill Belichick. Purposely losing the game with his defense. Purposely costing the Patriots a Super Bowl. Because he didn't want to have Tom Brady be the hero. I, can't, really? I mean, it's, it has been tough. And now Tom Such Brady adversity. leaves the Struggle Patriots. Struggle is real. Tom Brady leaves the Patriots and goes to Tampa and wins a Super Bowl. Kills you. It's so hard. It kills you. So hard. Yeah. It's a struggle. All right, we got to get another time out here in the full court. That's press. a really sensitive subject. We'll start bringing it up again. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on the Guild Mortgage text line, uh, NFL draft is tonight. Could be some major moves. Zach Wilton's going to New England. Uh, the reigning MVP could be traded. Who knows? Maybe he stays home and they get it all figured out. Uh, where do, Any Utah's? Kids with Utah ties, where do they end up? How does this all affect uh, former Aggies that are in the NFL right now? Uh, the Utah Jazz with a nice win. We'll update the current standings in the NBA. And we'll get into our pick six, the six things we think might happen this weekend. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. The Cache Valley Media Group is looking to hire an administrative assistant slash traffic director. Duties include answering and directing calls, greeting public, data entry with a high level of accuracy, and daily scheduling of radio and digital messages. Must be computer literate, knowledge of Excel and Word, have basic accounting experience, the ability to multitask, learn and understand new software, a self-starter, and work well with others. Previous media experience is a plus but not required. Pay based on experience, benefits, and training provided. All inquiries kept confidential. Send your resume to jobs at cvradio.com. 
It takes months to put together our anniversary sale. This is Ed at Fisher Home Furnishings. We've called FlexDeal, Lazy Boy, Bassett, Serta, every one of our name brand manufacturers to get their very best prices. Fisher's is stocked up for this anniversary sale. Find the lowest mark price and then you can take an additional 15, 20, up to 25% off. Furniture and mattresses, flooring, and also in our appliance department. Check out our custom design center and get exactly what you want. No interest financing is available. The anniversary sale going on right now at Fisher Home Furnishings or shop anytime at fisherhf.com the full court press connect with us on facebook twitter and online at 1069thefan.com eric france and aj salveson here on the full court press five three five three oh eight patriots in diversity with six super bowls sounds pretty bad no it's and bad it's really because of the two or the three that we don't have. One of them in 08 or 07 when we were undefeated. Still one of the greatest heartbreaks in sports history. Heartbreaking. It is. It's really hard. For Nevada guessing game fans, for success. Patriot fans, to lose to Eli Manning twice is one of the most despicable things in sports history. More despicable than Steve Bartman. <laughs> you had to go there. Hey, how about my man uh, Rizzo striking okay. out Freddie Freeman? You know what? It was 10 nothing. It was 10 nothing, Eric. 10-zip. Hey, you know what? That And you're getting your baseball, jollies from... Baseball is making some great things happen this year. Dodgers, Padres, Brewers, Cubs. Anthony Rizzo pitching. Rizzo on the mound. Dude, he swung out of his freaking you-know-what. He swung so hard. <laughs> it was <laughs> the look from Rizzo. We might be losing 10 nothing, but I struck out Freeman. Hey, we're going to have some fun with the game. Good for them. I guess so. When you're getting beat 10 nothing, good for you. <laughs> Do something to have some fun. Uh, so, Utah Jazz won, but so did the uh, Phoenix Suns. So no real separation there. Uh, there's a little more separation between the Clippers. They're now three games back. But uh, the game on Friday, it's a battle for number one. If the Jazz win, they stay number one. If they lose, they drop to number two. I was talking to my good friend Ethan today. And uh, Ethan, he said, RJ, yesterday we were talking about the Jazz. Was that like just for show or is that sincere? And I said, no, it's real. It's absolutely real. And he says, you have no faith as a Jazz fan. He says, I mean, he used the four words that just, just grossed me out. Ethan was so excited and he used the four words, Eric. This is our year. This is it. <laughs> Maybe it is. And his coworker and myself looked at him and said, we've been saying that for the past 30-something years. This is your year? No, it's not. Jazz haven't had a year like this since the late 90s. Correct. So for anybody to say that that's a common phrase in Utah, I don't know about that. It's just, I mean, you're asking for way too much here. Uh, Denver Nuggets are uh, four games back. There could be an interesting battle looming here between that number three seed. Denver could move up. What's the... uh... Only one game separates the Clippers and the Nuggets. Wow. Man, the Clippers really screwed up last night, didn't they, Eric? And then there's controversy with Denver. 
Uh, Nikola Jokic blocking Zion Williamson from behind the closing seconds. Uh, no call. Looked like there was plenty of contact. Hey, hey. But we, there was no call. You know what? You know where the NBA's leaning then for MVP. <laughs> they want to get Jokic it. Good to see Zion get, you know, not get the call. But you know what, Zion? Welcome to the NBA, buddy. Right. Welcome to playing against and you know what? To a his veteran credit, NBA. He was, he was appropriate. He was right after the game. He's like, look, I've only been in the league two years. Maybe Amen. if I've been in the league for a few more years, I, I get that call. Six years later, you probably get that call. Absolutely. 8003. RJ, I love 8003. Me and him are best friends. I would carry you through hell with no shoes. But I can't <laughs> go to the depths that you are going with the Patriots. <laughs> Well, you know what? We're going to work through that relationship. Don't you worry, 8003. You hang in there with me. Uh, 5308, what do you think changed between yesterday and Monday? Boy, that's a good question. It is a good question. I think it's, it's, uh, we've detailed a few of those. I think they were more deliberate. They're quicker on their shots. Uh, and they, they worked on getting stuff in the paint. Just develop some offense, develop some confidence. I guess Minnesota, they didn't. They were hesitant at their shots. Everybody would do a pump fake. Everybody passed up an open look. Okay, but then what What? what all of a sudden happened? Oh, hey, wait, we're at Sacramento, and we like well, to shoot at Sacramento? I think the other thing, too, is Minnesota has been a bad matchup. This, their, their players, their, who they have, and how they match up with the Jazz, it's, it's, it's a challenge. and It sounds silly, but it is. And that's a team that hasn't had D'Lo and and Cat together for very many games this season either. So they're a better team than they really look when the record indicates. So I think a combination of a a variety of things and and this this a good Jazz team just getting really upset like this is not us. We're we we got to go out and prove something. Two seven seven six. Thankfully, I would never have to offer to carry AJ through hell because that man has the voice of an angel. He meant to say Aj. I don't, I don't know about that. What is up with your guys' love for AJ? How come I can't? Get, I mean, eight zero zero three is on my side. Uh, think that's the only one. Not even Leon Rose is on my side. Two seven eight seven is on my side. Nine four seven four is on my Piranhas is on my side. Piranhas loves me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, no, I'm with hey, you. Um, Peter Bukowski? Yeah. Um, does a lot of reporting on the uh, Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Really good uh, comments here, courtesy of Hurricane John Newbold with the retweet. Aaron Rodgers would absolutely not want fans taking this out on Jordan Love. This isn't his fault. He didn't ask for this. Please do not do that. Well, Aaron, then maybe you should quit acting like a freaking three-year-old because everyone's looking at Jordan Love right now for no reason at all. Sad. It's it if, is. If, if Packers fans are coming after Jordan Love, shame on you. Jordan Love has nothing to do with any of this. <sighs> Frustrating. Two seven seven six eight zero zero three said you're going to be in hell, Ajay. What did you do to get there? <laughs> did the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Knight? <laughs> it's enough to drive people to madness. <laughs> hey, so um, 
How worried are you right now about the Phoenix Suns and momentum they got going? Not just about the game tomorrow, but through the rest of the way. I mean, they have a semi-favorable schedule. I mean, they got that back-to-back against Lakers. They got the road trip in the East Coast. How worried are you about the momentum they've got going right now as we get ready towards this playoff stretch? Well, uh, as I look at the Jazz and the Suns, I I think that Phoenix has more momentum on their side than Utah does coming Mm -hmm. into their last couple of weeks. Their schedules are pretty comparable. Maybe not exact same teams. There are a lot of similarities. But when you look at who each team plays, are they a playoff team or not? Uh, Where are they in the standings? Things like that. It's very comparable. And I I just see this Phoenix team as a team that's playing with more swagger and and confidence. I I think that last night's win for for the Jazz gives them a really big boost because, look, everybody that got in the game – Last night, played well. Everybody was making shots. Even Matt Thomas, man. Oh my gosh, he was on fire. That was unreal. Ilya Sova shot well. Ilya Sova, Forrest, I thought played well at the point. It's the backup point. Mie Oni, I don't know. Okay, yeah, you cannot. I was about to ask you. Can you describe to me what the heck is going on? Is he in the doghouse? He must be. Like, what has he done that Trent Forrest is getting more minutes than him right now? I don't understand this. Oni played ten minutes. Didn't score. Had three assists and two boards. Elijah Hughes and Juwan Morgan didn't really do anything either, but yeah. I liked Brantley. Brantley looked good. Matt Thomas looked good. Forrest looked good in 21 minutes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Oni. Something's not right there with him and the coaches. Or he's distracted somehow. But it, it was a big shot of confidence, I think, for that team. They needed that. Really needed that. How well does it translate for Friday? I don't know. But I'd rather have them have a game like that on Wednesday than uh, going into a game against Phoenix than what they went through on Monday. Uh, I'd agree. I'd agree. 100%. Uh, so there are a few games tonight on the NBA schedule. Game going on right now. Mavericks are trailing the Pistons in Detroit, 31-28. to uh, The Nets are up on the Pacers, 39-30. to Later tonight, it's the Bucks at the Rockets, Warriors at the Timberwolves, Pelicans at the Thunder, and the Raptors are in Denver. Uh, so that's the uh, NBA Boy, those schedule. are some big games for the Western Conference, huh? Wow. Potentially some really big uh, implications here. Yeah, if Denver wants to make a run of that number three spot, they got to keep keep winning. Uh, and then tomorrow, as we mentioned, Jazz play the Suns. That's uh, at eight o'clock uh, later in the evening. We'll have the full game here on the Fan. Pre-game coverage starting at seven fifty. Tip off at eight here on the Fan. And you know and what? Jazz Listen to the Fan because who wants to watch the game on AT and T Sports? A game of this magnitude when you've got such a great, awesome NBA TV game of the Kings and Lakers. <laughs> just just turn on to the fan so you can listen to the game. I mean, that is the biggest game of the week. I know, right there. Yeah, it's and it's not even close. You won't be able to find it on national. But hold on, let's not. But I mean, let's make sure we get Dennis Schroeder his national television screen time. Alex Caruso, the White Hield. Mamba, Bubby Buddy Hield, Luke Walton. 
I mean, it's it's a massive matchup over there, Sacramento and L.A. Just can't miss basketball. Dude, even Portland and Brooklyn, or I guess they're on NBA TV. That's not yeah, bad. That's I, that's I'll be okay bad. with that. Those are two playoff teams. But, oh, I mean, 8.30, people. Sacramento and L.A. Don't want to miss it. Keep track of that one. Jeez. Coming up next here in the Full Court Press. Rather take a potato pillar to my kneecap. Let's get into the pick six. The six things we think might happen Hey, this I'm weekend. sitting this out. I'm already forfeiting, remember? Bullcraft Utah Brigham City, a division of Newcore Steel and the nation's largest steel producer, is looking for qualified applicants for production positions in their steel joist plant. This position requires moderate to heavy lifting while working in a safety-oriented, fast-paced team environment with competitive pay, weekly bonuses, and benefits. Go to careers.newcore.com. Search entry-level production at Bullcraft Utah. Submit your information. Watch for a Bullcraft job fair in a few weeks. Newcore is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Male, female, disabled vets, and a drug-free workplace. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Earth Day is coming up. We have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment, energy efficient, and won't be in a landfill in two years. Our Maytag front load washers use less water and clean amazingly well. Plus, get $20 off our earth-friendly Excelsior laundry detergent with a purchase of select laundry pairs. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. So I gave my wife three tulips. She said, three tulips? I said, yeah, and here's a fourth one for free. She wasn't really impressed, but she said, have you been stealing your ideas from Discount Tire and Automotive again? I said, maybe, because the Spring Spectacular sale is back, and when you buy three tires, you get a fourth tire absolutely free. Discount Tire and Automotive scours the competition to make sure no one beats their deals, online or in-store. So grab three great all-season radial tires at rock-bottom prices and get the fourth tire free on select brands. Short on cash? Use their layaway program or take advantage of six months no-interest OAC. They also have no-credit check financing. Make all your tire and service reservations online 24-7 at webtires.net. Cure your budget pains today with the Spring Spectacular Sale at Discount Tire. 885 North Main in Logan, 110 South Highway 165 in Providence, and 728 South Main in Smithfield. Discount Tire. So much more than a tire store. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. The six things we think might happen this weekend, we call it Pick 6. So if uh, you're not participating, I pick all the lines and then I win. You forfeit. I already forfeited. I already told you I'm sitting out this week due to rest. Load I've got a groin injury. What's he doing? Load management, hey, is that what you're going to call hey, it? Hey, does that mean J-Dub's got to dress up in a tuxedo tomorrow? Since the prince is coming here? Since prince is coming here? Yeah, the prince. Who's the prince? Dude, that one guy who's coming tomorrow. That he's one not, dude. What is the B- prince. Dude, what is Bill doing? Why is Bill... <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little wrestling uh, action figure we just got put in the window. He's wearing nothing Dude, but underwear. Dude, I just can't wait to see him dress up in his shirt and tie tomorrow. That won't happen. He, what? Come on. 
If Adam Scheffler comes here, you guys are making me dress up in a freaking shirt and tie. It's Adam Scheffler. He's coming here. Why would we invite Adam Scheffler to come? Oh, here? you would do it. He's too, he's too important for us. All right, the six things we think might happen this weekend, we call it the pick six. I won last week. So uh, to avoid what happened last week, I'm going to go first. I will read out my lines, but Ajay will have to give his answers. <clears throat> Good for you. By the way, somebody else now reporting that a deal for Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos is as close to a done deal as it can get. 8003. Ajay, don't back out of the pick six. This is your week, bro. <sighs> right. Hey, this is like what Tim Lacombe is trying to infuse you no, with confidence. No, and you know what? He didn't. He didn't really infuse any confidence. I'd be like, hey, the Jazz suck. Well, the Jazz are playing pretty well. Hey, who's worse, Bogey or JC? Well, they're all pretty, they're all pretty well. <laughs> yeah, every time he I tried to bring a it. negative, he always had an answer. Shut it. He had a positive. Gow. All right, number one. All right, hit me. Boyan Bogdanovich. Oh, jeez. Points at Phoenix. Setting the line at 18 and a half. We tend to suck against these guys. I'm going to go under. Okay, I'm going to take the over. Okay, in baseball, the Giants are at the Padres on Friday. First of a three-game series. On the mound, Logan Webb versus Hugh Darvish. Combined runs scored Friday night, seven and a half. Over. I'm going to take the under. And number three, is Aaron Rodgers still a Green Bay Packer next week? Yes or no? No. You know, when I first wrote this line before the show, <laughs> I would have said, yeah, I think you'll, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but the way things are played out the last hour, I have to go with you and say no. All right, Dodgers Cubs on Sunday. Or no, actually, don't no, wait. Shoot, that's the wrong day. I had it, and now I lost it. So never mind. I can't do that one because it's not till Wednesday. Uh, we'll have to make a switch here. All right, uh, who? Three. Justin Fields drafted. Okay, I'm gonna put the line at three. No, four and a half. Does he get drafted earlier or later than the than three and a half or four and a half? Excuse me, four and a half. Uh, ooh. I'm gonna say earlier. I'm gonna say earlier too. I think I just there's no way that San Francisco box at Justin Fields being there unless they can get Aaron Rodgers, which it sounds like that's not it's not headed that way. Like they need a quarterback. So yeah, I'll go earlier. Uh, my Atlanta Braves take on the Blue Jays on Sunday morning. Okay, Acuna Jr. I'm gonna set the line at two and a half hits over under on Sunday. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the over. 
Jazz, Suns tomorrow. I'm going to set the line for the Suns. Okay, Suns winning this one. By eight and a half over under. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. They're screwed. Uh, all right. Uh, quick timeout. Some final thoughts. That's our pick six so far. Hopefully you had a fun playing along. We'll see uh, <laughs> maybe as soon as tonight. Well, some yeah. of these we'll know tonight. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You'll have a pretty good idea after tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. All right, some final thoughts coming up next to the Full Court Press. This is Jill Anderson, Executive Director of CAPSA. Somebody's Attic is a local boutique thrift store with a mission to support individuals impacted by abuse. Somebody's Attic accepts donated items and sells them to raise funds for CAPSA and the Family Place, generating more than $120,000 a year. Somebody's Attic also provides vouchers to CAPSA, allowing survivors to shop for items. When you donate and shop at Somebody's Attic, you are supporting CAPSA and supporting Hope. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at efranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Hey, Ajay, we forgot to do a tiebreaker. Oh, okay, so so here's the thing. Let's ask our listeners. We need a tiebreaker. We need it in about two minutes. Give us a tiebreaker to use for our pick six. 435-339-0321. We got two minutes. We need a tiebreaker for our pick six. Someone put it in for us. First one, we'll do it. 8003 text in. Do you guys think Aaron Rodgers is better right now than Peyton Manning was when he went to Denver? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, 6891 says Patriots draft pick. Well, what about the draft? Are you asking who they draft or just where they draft? 6891, will you throw that in there? What you're asking there? And if you are, let's, uh, let's get specific and let's like use a it. Position, a person. Oh, who they draft. Oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe we go, ah, oh, man. You know what? 6891, I'm going to twerk it just a little bit. Patriots draft pick. They're set for the 15th pick in the draft. Over or under? Or sorry, do they draft at 15, yes or no? Ah, do they make a move or not, basically? Yes. Uh, so Patriots, uh, currently it's at 15th? Yep. Um, I'm going to say they stay. I'm going to say they move. They need a quarterback. They need something out of it. And I think that they end up moving. I like that. I like that. All right. Nice job, 6891. Thanks for doing that. 
Johnny on the spot. I love like, it. Six eight nine one. Great work. Uh, five seven. You know, we were talking about the Utah Phoenix score for a little bit. Um, we'll get into more of that tomorrow too. We'll get uh, kind of detailish in the nitty and gritty. Uh, nine three one five. How many times OJ gets called out on Friday show? <laughs> eight zero zero three. Tiebreaker. Who's the better radio personality, Eric or OJ? You know, we need to have a poll. Actually, let's not have a poll. Never mind. I'm not doing that. Can't be something that's subjective. What do you mean subjective? Is that even a word? Did you just Doris Burke that? Even though that's not subjective, I think you can use data, but. And what is the data like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what data you would use to determine that. Other than uh, the comments in the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. <laughs> if it was uh, me and AJ, I'd oh, man, not turn, <laughs> turn out very ugly for me. Uh, no, be great. It's awesome. You guys are great. Appreciate all the comments. Appreciate the feedback. You guys make this show a ton of fun that we get to interact with you on a daily basis. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see some of the results of the first round of the NFL draft.